All right. Yes, indeed. Sometimes something gets dropped and there should be a response. And sometimes you get a proper response and sometimes not so proper. But we're going to talk about that. The GS Plumbing Talk Line, one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. And now on the Odyssey app and on the WORD website, Straight Talk now has a podcast. For those of you who have been asking, it is there now. It's going up now. Uh, Wildcard's going to get in there and populate it with a few past episodes and future episodes as they come. Also, Lock and Load, my syndicated radio show, is also the podcast is now being hosted there. Soon to be followed by Gun Owners News Hour. And uh, yes, the, the content will flow it. Now, Jack Smith who I didn't even know existed until recently. Now he's enjoying his Andy Warhol 15 minutes of fame, has dropped a four-count indictment on President Trump. Andrew McCarthy and Jonathan Turley ripped it apart for the flawed spectacle and the attempt to twist the law that it was. Turley pointed out how they're trying to criminalize alleged misinformation, and McCarthy said they were trying to stretch the law to apply to Trump because this was a proxy for not being able to get him through impeachment. He also blasted the special counsel for his demagogic statement on the matter. Now, right now, we have the build-up to a primary for the Republican nomination for president, and there are people out there that are competing against Donald Trump. Enter Vivek Ramaswamy. Now, I pointed out that Vivek has taken money from Soros before. Vivek is saying all the right things. He's checking all the boxes and everything. And a lot of people are impressed by what he says. And I'm impressed by what he says. I'm just a little nervous about the fact that he's been involved with Soros before. Now, Vivek Ramaswamy came out there and he urged all the other candidates to join him in condemning the move and the effort to take Trump out by the Biden administration. He said it is a political persecution through prosecution. On Twitter, he said, the corrupt federal police just won't stop until they've achieved their mission. Eliminate Trump. This is un-American, and I commit to pardoning Trump for this indictment. Donald Trump isn't the cause of what happened on January 6th. Now, Ramaswamy acknowledges that if Trump is gone, it would be easier for him to win. But that's not the way he wants it, according to him, and that it was about first principles. He said, we do not want to become a country where the party in power uses banana republic-like tactics to eliminate its political opponents, but that's exactly where we are. He pointed out that Trump had specifically told protesters to behave peacefully, and they always leave that out, and uh, not just peacefully, but also patriotically. He also pointed out that in the lead up to this, there were all kinds of suppression of speech that prevented people from finding out the truth, such as the shutdown of the Hunter Biden laptop story that Twitter even shut down the account of the New York Post. Ramaswamy, who, uh, you know, I can look at him and see that dude has many attributes. One of them is probably not a combatant. He's probably not versed in the arts of war. He says he is afraid that we might be approaching something even worse if these issues are not addressed, which is a very astute observation on this man's part. 
He said, but the first and most important step that we as candidates can take in this race is to speak and to speak forcefully on the side of principle. To say that even if we're competing against Donald Trump as I am, I do not want to see him eliminated from competition using these politicized tactics. It is wrong for our country. It's wrong for our future. I call on my fellow candidates to condemn it. He also called on Biden to do the right thing and drop these politicized charges to try to unite the country. Enter Mike Pence. Uh, he imploded during his interview with Tucker Carlson during the Family Leadership Summit in July. He doubled down on bad with what he said in response to the Trump indictment on Tuesday in a Twitter thread. He said, Today's indictment serves as an important reminder anyone who puts himself over the Constitution should never be President of the United States. I will have more to say about the government's case after reviewing the indictment. The former president is entitled to the presumption of innocence, but with this indictment, his candidacy means more talk about January 6th and more distractions. Our country is more important than one man. Our Constitution is more important than any one man's career. On January 6th, Trump demanded that I choose between him and the Constitution. I chose the Constitution, and I always will. As your president, I will not yield an inch in defending America, our people, or our values. And I promise you, I will do so in a way consistent with my oath to the Constitution and the character and the decency of the American people. We will restore a threshold of integrity and civility in public life so we can bring real solutions to the challenges plaguing our nation. Just a bunch of word salad coming from an empty suit. And over there on the left are the tomatoes and beyond that is the romaine lettuce. Just a bunch of words. Some consultant said this will make you seem very presidential, Mr. Pence. While he sticks a knife in the back that, uh, you know, he, he, he refers to Trump as his running mate. Former running mate, right? <laughs> okay, well. Uh, here's a little story for you. If you ever see like a naval strike team, like say SEALs on one of those fast boats, which are rubber boats basically, you always see them with their weapons aimed in the air. That's so they don't inadvertently trigger around and blow a hole through the bottom of the boat like Mike Pence has done with his campaign. Even the random person in the street right now knows we are in a precarious time because the government is being weaponized against me and you. And we're going to have to stand together against it if we're going to uphold the rule of law and the protections of the Constitution. But Pence doesn't get it, even as he tries to wrap himself in the Constitution, and that's a big problem. I would not expect to see Pence make the cut, but he's also not making it with many people with this kind of response. And, it, you know, stick a fork in him, he's done. He's done. Old, old Mike is done. Bye-bye, Mike. We'll see you on the other side, Mike. On the text line, Bill regarding Vivek, Ron, et al. Con men always say the right things. When will our side stop being fooled by every shiny new object and look for the hook? Okay, uh, I, I understand what you're saying, but here's my question to you. So how do we choose if we don't listen to them? How do we choose? That's my only question. And... I understand that we're, we've, we've gotten to a point, and I'm with you. The government as it is, at the moment, I don't trust anything they say. I don't believe anything they want to do. 
I, I look at everything they're trying to take away from us. Why does why does their solution to everything impact our freedom, our standard of living, our quality of life, our our safety, our well-being? Why does every one of their solutions impact us so? And why is everybody on this rock trying to get to this country that is so bad that it has to be destroyed by the left in order to be fixed? That's a question. But for all of you out there that are saying, okay, these guys are all con men. They figured out what to say to look good and everything. So where, which direction are you going to go in? Are you going to vote at all? What are you going to do? Are you going to come back to me and say, well, uh, listen, listen, voting doesn't matter because they're just going to steal the election again. Okay, so you're not going to participate. If that's if that's your answer, right, That that's the answer. We're just not going to participate in this. Okay. I understand. But answer that first question. How do we figure out who is good and is not? Vivek Ramaswamy, one of the things that bothers me about him is that he's taken money from Soros in the past. Now, I don't know, and, and, you know, I was talking about the Stasi earlier, and uh, there was uh, the guy that ran the Stasi, he used to say, show me the man and I'll find the crime. And that could very much, well, that, that very well could be something with Vivek Ramaswamy. He could be actually as good as they're going to ever get. He could be the greatest thing since sliced bread as far as government if he were to actually ascend into office like Trump did. But he's got a couple things against him. First of all, when Trump Trump went from nothing as far as politics to being the president, nobody 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 liked that in politics. You got to pay your dues. You got to be you know it's not his turn. It was never his turn. It was somebody else's turn. It was Jeb Bush's turn. So we got to vote. We got to engage. We got to pay attention. Every one of these guys needs to debate each other, Trump included. I don't care what his lead is. He does not get coordinated. I'm not going down that path. We didn't do it with Hillary Clinton. We got to apply the same principle to our side, not just because it's their turn or they deserve it. Right now, the climate protesters out there, well, they're getting on everybody's nerves, which is hilarious to me. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. You know, regular people are attempting to lead their life. And in the UK, when, the, when, when people in the UK start getting upset with things, well, then uh, that's all of a sudden become a, uh, that's, that's quite the schism going on. And uh, people are beginning to go hands-on with these uh, climate change squealers. GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. Um, streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. Podcast is available on the Odyssey website and app as is Lock and Load with Bill Frady. Also at odyssey.com and uh, the Odyssey app. I'm coming at you as many ways as I can make it happen. And uh, you, you also are a regular person. You probably would get very tired of this stuff if this, this was happening. But um, first of all, everybody that's protesting against fossil fuel, you should all be naked and not living indoors. And if you're wearing clothing and if you have an iPhone, you're wearing socks, shoes, if you live indoors, all you know, you're a hypocrite. You are a hypocrite. 
while you're wait, gnashing your pointed teeth and your stompy foot and your Doc Martens. But you're wearing a plastic rainbow poncho. And you're taking a picture of it yourself with your iPhone in a plastic case. And then you throw tomato soup on a priceless painting while you recite your well-worn talking point. You glue yourselves to the street. Sometimes you lose your hands when you glue yourself to the street, but then they have to use a fuel-driven jackhammer to rescue your hands and oily asphalt repair to the now cratered roadbed as you drive your car. All the things that they are against are inevitably, inevitably the coverings on their little furry bodies and the assault instruments of their protest action and the means of recording the same for uploading to Twitter and Instagram afterwards. Uh, yeah. Recently, a group that calls themselves This Is Rigged, they spray-painted the entrance to the Scottish Parliament. They did this in protest of Rishi Sunak's plans for new oil and gas licenses in the North Sea. Now, they defaced the entrance of the Scottish Parliament because the British Parliament is going to expand in the North Sea. Why did they waste their time with that? Because the Scottish Parliament had nothing to do with it. This is futile emoting. And someone else has to clean up after them. And people are getting tired of this. And we get this. Violence against climate change protesters, such as Just Stop Oil, is intensifying throughout Europe, with video clips of drivers using their buses to drag sitting protesters off the road, and people destroying banners going viral on social media, and the government's finally beginning to push anti-protest legislation after months of increasing public ire. A spokeswoman for Just Stop Oil, Zoe Cohen, said in an interview last week that to get media attention, the group must cause material damage. Unless people do things that are slightly transgressive, people don't notice the difference. Well, the UK tolerates a lot of stuff. I mean, they're very tolerant of a lot of things. And they have had enough of the protesters. And what's going to happen and what is happening? I've seen I've seen one uh, one guy trying to get to work and protester gets in front of him and he snatches him and knocks him to the ground and kicks him in the head while he's on the ground. I think he's trying to I think his girlfriend is having a baby or something and he's just trying to get to the hospital. <laughs> and this guy's in the front going, "Just stop oil." Like my new iPhone? Like my plastic poncho? The Swiss are over. It's it's just it's just uh, you know it's changing the way a lot of people are perceiving their fellow man. Um, I do not condone violence. Let me just say that I do not condone violence. Violence violence is a tool to be used to stop violence. Okay, If you see violence in front of you, if you see it unfolding in front of you, you have two choices. You can participate or you can pull back. So when these people are being assaulted, which is that's what's happening, they're being assaulted, um, but 
now we have to get out there and say, are they being provoked? Are these people that are doing the assaulting being provoked? And the answer is yes. The answer is yes. And they're being assaulted by a bunch of hypocrites. If you don't like the use of fossil fuel, stop wearing clothes, go off grid, go live somewhere out in the woods. Don't build a shelter unless you build it with your own little hands. Don't use any tools because they were made with petrochemicals. Of course, you're going to go out there and then you're going to kill an animal. right? We're, we're trying to save Gaia, but we're going to kill these animals because we got to wear something because golly, it gets chilly out here. Uh, because mankind has, you know, we don't, we're not furry anymore. But this kind of, this, these kind of protesters are the, the largest of the hypocrites. They'll go out and they'll buy some parquet and have waffles out of a toaster tomorrow. Tomorrow! Now, if you get out there and say, well, you got to make your own waffle batter and your butter. Then you got to make a fire and cook it on a rock. If you tell them that, they'll be like, what? No, no, I, I'm not against this. I, I mean, I'm against using oil. I don't like cars. Well, how do you think this got here, you mental midget? How do you think it got there? Being asked about EVs. What about EVs? What about them? My only problem I have with electric vehicles is their batteries. That's it. If they find out a way to make an electric vehicle that doesn't rely on a lithium-ion battery, hey, baby, I'm in. If they also find a way to recharge it in a very fast efficient manner in an emergency hey baby i'm in until then they've got a few flaws that a gas-powered car doesn't have that's what that's what's about evs these guys uh some of these guys are paying 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 the price for their folly this is folly this is folly this is not going to be what changes us from fossil fuel joe biden is not going to be what changes us from fossil fuel because everything he's putting in place right now can be swept away in in a heartbeat with one election with one election and i'm sure that there's petro products in spray paint and in the can container that they make to hold the spray paint and in the way they pressurize the paint to go into the container that holds the spray paint. I'm sure there's a petro process in all of that. So, it's, I, I, just, I just see that and I, I'm sorry, I have to laugh at it. <laughs> I have to laugh at it. I have to laugh at it. So, all that aside, all of this virtue signaling that you're doing right now to try to change things. One, you're not going to change anything. You're not going to change anything in this way. You may be running the risk of getting hurt. And it just depends on how far you go with this, right? How far do you take this? Do you go do you go violent? Then when you when you decide to go violent, then you're running the risk of other things. This is News Talk 989 WORD. Well, you know, there's a, the climate change hysteria crowd are having trouble convincing you, the regular Joe, that we're going to all die in a gargantuan fireball if we don't start driving electric vehicles and eating some crickets. So to remedy this issue here in the United States, Los Estados Unidos, uh, they have decided, some regressive senators, that is, have decided they've got an idea on how to convince you to go along with this new novel approach to life. They're just going to throw you in prison if you argue against the left-wing idea on climate change. 
Seems a bit harsh, doesn't it? I mean, what? You don't like what? And this is being led by Bernie Sanders, the ultimate of the hypocrites, the guy who has multiple homes, but he's a socialist, you know. They, he has led a gaggle of fellow lawmakers, and they have sent a letter to the Justice Department, which is actually the Stasi, that you know they want to prosecute people in the fossil fuel industry for saying things about climate change that they don't like. What a surprise. <laughs> what a surprise. In a letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland, the Senate coalition led, joined by Senators Ed Markey, Jeff Merkley, and Elizabeth Warren, the, 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 the musketeers, they argued fossil fuel companies have conducted a long-standing and carefully coordinated campaign to mislead Americans about the risks posed by global warming and discredit climate science in pursuit of profit. If they were to pursue this case again in the fossil fuel industry, it would mark the first time the federal government got involved in climate nuisance litigation. The four senators wrote, the actions of ExxonMobil, Shell, and potentially other fossil fuel companies represent a clear violation of federal racketeering laws, truth in advertising laws, consumer protection laws, and potentially other laws, and the department must act swiftly to hold them accountable for their unlawful actions. I've got an idea, senators. Why don't you just stick to your lane, which is to make law? to make law. You're not out. Listen, nobody in government is supposed to be out there directing law enforcement at all. Now, I know we don't exist in this actually good time where we could sit back and look at our alphabet institutions and say, I feel warm and fuzzy knowing they're on the job and doing the thing. We, we don't exist in this time. Not at all. No. But you guys, uh, you're not running the country and you're certainly not running law enforcement. And your demand to uh, any other, I would hope, any other uh, attorney general would just be met with some, some laughter. What's your proof of them violating racketeering? This is just more word salad coming from politicians. They write, the fossil fuel industry has had scientific evidence about the dangers of climate change and the role that burning fossil fuels plays in, in increasing global temperatures for more than 50 years. Despite this knowledge about climate change and the role their industry was playing in driving carbon emissions, they chose to participate in a decades-long, carefully coordinated campaign of misinformation to obfuscate climate science and convince the public that fossil fuels are not the primary driver of climate change. Well, of course, that didn't go unnoticed. <laughs> they're actually the ones that have reduced CO2, you know. They're the ones that have reduced the CO2 emissions out there, the, these, these companies. The American Petroleum Institute wrote, the record of the past two decades demonstrates the industry is achieving its goal of providing affordable, reliable American energy to U.S. consumers while substantially reducing emissions and our environmental footprint. Any suggestion to the contrary is false. That's such a nice way of putting it. I wouldn't have put it this way. I would not have put it this way. I would simply have said, you know what, Bernie? You're a lying sack of protoplasm. You are. And uh, Elizabeth Warren, she's a lying sack. Marky, same. The other guy I don't know too much about. But you four, you're out there and you want to write a letter to the 
to uh, Merrick Garland and you want to you want to make a law without a vote, without any legislation at all, to where nobody can talk. Some of the things that the and uh, this is this is a simple fact. Uh, everything that they push, everything that they're talking about, is that this reduces population in the United States. Now, I'm not surprised that, that, I mean, this is this is what they're doing to Trump. This is what they're doing to Trump. Trump got out there, and one of the things, they're, they're, they're one of his indictments, and I, I'm having a hard time keeping up with him. I need to get, like, some index cards and put them on the wall. Trump indictment, one, two, three, four, five. Um, all of those against him has a lot to do with him just talking, <laughs> just, just saying things. Just saying things, right? And that's what they want to outlaw. They don't want you to say the wrong thing. You can't say the wrong thing. That's bad. If you say the wrong thing, that's bad. And we can't allow it. So, it's hard to see anything, this is anything other than a, this is, this is meant to chill certain things that are being said with people who might have differing opinions from Sanders. They do not wish to advance their agenda through persuasion. And that's what leadership is. Leadership is persuasion. Leadership is the art of persuading somebody to do something they would not do of their own volition. It's taking somebody and actually giving them a direction to go that they weren't considering that they don't think is actually something they would want to do. And if you persuade them to do it, this is the mark of a good leader. This is what the military develops, or uh, let me rephrase that. That's what they used to develop. <laughs> I, I don't know what they developed today. Now, that was leadership in the military where, you know, silence can be enforced. If you're, when I was an NCO, if I had somebody below my pay grade giving me a bunch of stuff, I could try to persuade them. And then when that didn't work, then I could go completely military on them, put them in parade rest, explain to them that they were just insolent to a non-commissioned officer and tell them, you and I are now going to the first sergeant. And then we go from the first sergeant to the company commander. And maybe I'm taking your rank. Maybe I'm taking a few of your days off. I'm, I'm taking something from you because you just transgressed. You should have listened to me. This is leadership. But if you don't go that persuasive route first, you're, you're actually sort of abusing the, poli the policies and the procedures. And I never, I was lucky enough when I was an NCO to never have to take anybody before anybody. I always managed to get them to see my way of view or my, my point of view rather and get them to consider what was going on. They're not interested in that. Either comply or go to jail. That's their thing. A school in Memphis narrowly avoided a rampage killer. That didn't make the news at all. Well, you and I will consider this, shall we? This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. Sometimes you don't hear about when something works, and that's... We always need to know about things at work because that means we should spread whatever's 
successful here anywhere we can. The GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. Straight Talk is now a podcast on the WORD website on the Odyssey app available to you in any way that they make podcasts available. I'm not really sure where their destinations are yet. I'm new. I'm a newbie to this. So is Lock and Load. Uh, one of the things I've learned, unfortunately, with Lock and Load is that uh, there's two kinds of defense when it comes to children. There's the passive defense, which rarely works, and there is an aggressive defense, which always works. And sometimes the passive defense, depending on the attacker, will work. Something that's not going to get a lot of coverage. In Memphis, Tennessee, there was a Jewish school that was attacked, or they tried to attack, but they failed to gain entrance into the facility. Dude came in with a handgun. When law enforcement arrived on the scene, uh, the report was he had fired his weapon outside of Margolin Hebrew Academy on Monday. He did not make it into the building, and then... He, he took off. Let's see. This guy was a former student of the, uh, of the school, and uh, he was not able to enter the school. Memphis police told uh, reporters that school officials provided them with a picture of the suspect and a description of his vehicle. Everything worked in this particular case in the passive defense. They located him and pulled him over. The guy jumped out of his red pickup with a gun and he was shot promptly by an officer. Okay. He was rushed to Regional One Hospital in critical condition, according to police. It could have been worse. If you're going to be a rampage killer, I would far rather see the rampage killer be the one that gets hit and perforated than any child, anytime, anywhere. Ever. Ever. And this school's foresight led them to put robust security measures in place to prevent this. And it worked. Law enforcement was Johnny on the spot. They got there. They caught him as he was leaving. And, uh, he, you know, we don't know where he was going. Was he going to go look for another place to go? Was he looking for another place to target? And you know what didn't stop the guy? A gun control law. No gun control laws worked this particular day. Nothing stopped this guy from murdering children except for these defensive put in place. And he was carrying a handgun, not one of, you know, wasn't carrying an AR-15 because, you know, uh, that's that's what we're told all the time. We're always told that this is the weapon of choice for these rampage killers. The only way to stop a rampage killer is one, to deny him access to his would-be targets if he breaches and gets in somehow, which this guy, he was not as focused as some of these people have been. Audrey Hale knew that she was going in someplace that had locks on the door, so she just shot the doors out because the doors were made out of glass. She breached. In the time it took her to breach, they got most of everybody out of the way except for the unfortunate six that died at her hands. More states, this state, we should be very focused on implementing these types of measures. For those of you that are too squeamish to get out there and say, well, we're going to put some armed people between our students and the rampage killer. If you're not going to do that, then you're going to have to put very hard passive 
defenses in place. And no, uh, getting out there and saying, well, you know, school's a gun-free zone, so that takes care of us. We're good to go. No, you're not. What you've done is you've made it impossible for me, who's not going to harm anybody in a school, to walk into a school carrying a gun. That's what you've done. You made it impossible for the ones that would defend you to come into the school with a gun. That's what you've done. So, stronger security not only prevents shooters from gaining access to schools, but it also discourages them from trying in the first place. And this is something the school did itself. Margolin did this themselves, right? Uh, the Tennessee legislature, they're, they're out there and they're going to try to pass a red flag law. Which, let's say they found this guy, this 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 rampage killer, who's, I don't know his name or I'd, I'd pin it on him because I'm not one of those that say, we shouldn't name them. Yes, we should because it's their fault. Um, if there had been a red flag put on this guy, that doesn't keep him from finding a gun. That just means you go to his house and ask him, you got any guns? Well, we get to take them today, but you get to stay on the street. Pragmatic steps always works better. And going against the right to keep and bear arms never works out. And the elected officials are too busy doing something. But guess what? A school got it right and a bunch of children didn't die this is a good day to be in America. Despite everything else that's going on, it's a good day. I'll see you guys in about 22 hours. You're listening to News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. <laughs> 